Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You are listening to the hip-hop Adam Scheffner. My man smiles on the music impulse. All right, y'all. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another segment of the Music Impulse. This is my special relationship episode, the couples episode. So for this part, I got to bring on my guy Dennis, shot by Den, DJ Waki. You know all that, everything that he is. You know what I'm saying? Had to bring in his, his him and his lovely lady Simone. How you doing? I'm good. How are you today? Good. How y'all doing? Y'all, yeah, y'all, I'm good it, as well. <laughs> uh, uh, yesterday was Halloween. I, y'all, y'all was out there. Uh, Dressing up and everything, I saw you. You were uh, not uh, from the Naruto. You, oh yeah, Itachi. You, you were Itachi, yeah. and what were you? Oh, I like was a witch. A witch. Yeah, I, I kept like, it real simple. Yeah, yeah so I didn't know if you were like special. I was like, I'm like, I know. I saw her like in like a witch costume. I didn't know if it was like a certain no, just witch. basic because it was last minute. Like, oh, we going to a Halloween party? Oh, oh, okay. Let me just let me see what I can go buy real quick. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, was like, I saw y'all was hanging out with Becky. Oh, which also shout out to Becky because she she did hook me up with some of the questions that I got oh, for y'all. That sounds about yeah, right. Yeah, she said she did. She she was over at our house earlier this this morning, so mm-hmm. she said that she set some stuff up, and I was like, okay, great, like a sabotage. It's wonderful, right? <laughs> yeah, because I was like, you give me some real questions or like some silly questions. She gave me some more real questions. That um, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, give me some silly questions because I well, I'm gonna start off with one of the silly questions that I thought of. Uh, I wanted to ask. so. Which one of y'all do y'all think that Becky likes more, you or Dennis? That's a hard one because I feel like she contacts us equally. Like I don't think there's one. She probably likes Simone more because like she responds more. I be ghost a lot of times, and that's really that's not just for her. That's really just everyone. Sometimes I throw my phone across the room, uh, especially when I'm working, just because I can't look at it, or else I'm gonna get sidetracked. So my phone be somewhere else, and Simone be responding. So she might like her more because she's responding to her. So that's that, true. That's fair. So yeah, I'm definitely one of those. Like, oh, you text me more than likely. I'm gonna respond in like five seconds. Right. Yeah. So because I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like when I was trying to come up with some stuff to ask you, I was like, let me ask Becky. I know, I know she hangs out with them a lot. So I was like, she should be able to give me some some good stuff to ask. Yeah. So, but yeah. Shout out to Becky. Um. So let's start it off. Um. Let's go. Who do I want to go? Well, let's go ladies first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, tell us about Simone. I saw you uh, grew up in Indianapolis and everything. So uh, tell us about Simone and growing up in Indianapolis and all that. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Indianapolis, went to school in Indianapolis. Um, I have my uh, master's in marriage and family therapy. So I am a licensed marriage and family therapist associate. So I'm working towards my full license. Um, so when I graduated last year, Dennis and I had been together for about like, what, two years or so. Yeah. And so, um, it was a decision of like, okay, where am I going to go? Um, I knew that I didn't want to stay in Indianapolis and he was kind of already like settled in Dallas. So I decided to go ahead and move to Dallas. Um, don't regret making that decision. I really do like living here in Dallas. It's way bigger. In Indianapolis, that's for sure. Um, the driving was a little bit of a adjustment, but I think I think I adjusted okay. Um, so yeah, that's just like Indianapolis is. I would say um, different in Dallas besides the weather. 
that like I feel like the people are nicer here <laughs> than they are in Indianapolis. Like it, it took an adjustment for like, oh, people actually just say hello just to say hello. They don't just look at you like you're crazy when you like walk into stores and stuff. So mm, yes, yeah, southern so hospitality definitely for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I've only been to Indianapolis once with one of my dad's ex. Like she had like family in Indianapolis. That was like the one, and I think it was. I think I was in high school. It was in the middle school or high school. I think it was more, it was high school, but I was like, I definitely remember going one time because he came to pick me up in Ohio first. He was like, yeah, I'm going to come pick you up, and then we're going to drive to Indianapolis. We're going to be there for like a few days, and then we drove to Cincinnati to go to Kings Island, and then that was pretty much it, but that was my one and only time. <laughs> going yeah, to most people, if they... If they've been to Indianapolis, then they're like, oh, okay, I know where that's at. But most people, if they don't know where Indianapolis is, they're like, there's black people there? And I'm like, there's a whole lot of us there, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not not just a, a white, like, area. There's a lot of black people in Indianapolis, so. <laughs> I feel like I never had to question that. The only time before Simone that I had ever been to Indianapolis was, like, uh, the time I took a Greyhound bus from Florida to Wisconsin, and one of the stops was in Indiana, and we were just the w- when the way I came out the bus, and I was just like, "Oh, I am, I am in the this is this is a little bit more street than I thought it would be." <laughs> That's like, where the bus was, stop is. The bus stop is definitely like it's downtown, but it's in like the hood area of downtown. So like you step off, you definitely like mm, I don't know about this. So can I get back on the bus? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I feel like I should. I feel like I should stay in the station, but I was like, Nah, I'm gonna walk around. I ain't never been to Indiana before, but yeah. Okay, okay, all right. So, uh, Dennis, go to, go with you. Tell us about Dennis and growing up in Wisconsin and all that. Cool. So, I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, born and raised, 414, and uh, shout out to my 262s as well. We don't really say stuff like that. I'm just <laughs> trying to play it up. But, yes, I lived in Milwaukee um, most of my uh, childhood, and then later on I moved on to, like, a subdivision, the quote-unquote nicer area, which is uh, Brown Deer, which is literally right next to it. There's like a one street that divides it, mm-hmm. and everything on Brown Deer side was like kind of like nicer. And then as soon as you hit Milwaukee side, like the crime rate went up. Like you know, it's a lot yeah. of stuff. But uh, I love it regardless. It's a great city. Um, and yeah, so I, yeah, I lived there pretty much my whole life. And it was kind of crazy that I decided to jump and move on to Florida after that, and then later on Dallas, Texas. But yeah, I love Wisconsin. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, I really didn't know that, like, Milwaukee and Wisconsin was actually, like, hood and street till, like, this year. When, oh, yeah. Uh, and I was, people were like, yeah, it's like Little Chicago. They call it, like, Little Chicago. I was like. They call it Kilwaukee. Uh, yeah, I was, call it. yeah, while I was down in Florida, um, someone was like, oh, where are you from? I'm, I'm, I'm from Milwaukee. And they're like, oh, you from Kilwaukee? And I was like. I've, I've never heard that before, but I guess, like, yeah, like, Kilwaukee, West Compton. I'm like, no, I, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. But, yeah, I guess that's what they were calling it. But, I mean, it is it is bad. Yeah, I, like, I didn't know because I assumed that <laughs> Milwaukee was just a nice, like, city. Yeah, no, in the I north think... it is. If you go all the way north, if you go all the way north in Wisconsin, yeah, you're pretty good. Or if you're in the suburbs, you're pretty solid. But once you once – you, uh, Hit 25th and Burleigh, once you I hit all of those. Like, any place that is a tree, uh, any place that is like, that sounds like babbling bro- or something like that, probably not the best area. So <laughs> stay away from those. But yeah. Okay, okay. All right. So um, let's kind of speak through uh, how'd y'all meet? <laughs> In the most random way ever. Um, so Dennis and I are both a part of Alpha Phi Omega, it's a national service fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um, so he joined at his school, I joined at my school. 
Um, so what was that? 2016. Yeah, I think we so. got added to a group chat on GroupMe with people from different chapters. Yeah. Um, and so like we would we would all talk in there, like everybody that was in there. And then Dennis randomly was like, "I'm gonna come to Indiana and meet you guys." And so like that summer, he came and like met us and everything. And first time he came, I didn't know how I felt about him. I was like, he seems cool, but like I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, the second time that he came, um, I was actually, it was my first semester in grad school, and um, I really couldn't, like, be around because I was studying. Um, and so I just remember, like, messaging him and being like, sorry, I can't really, like, be there, show you around and everything. And he was like, it's cool. But he was like, I'm hungry. Like, I wish I could, like, eat a pizza. <laughs> and I just happened to have, like, a credit <laughs> for a free pizza because they had literally burnt the pizza that I had before and so I was like I'm not about to come back up there for another one I'm gonna just eat this because I'm hungry so they were like okay we'll give you a credit and so I was like oh I have a credit for like a free pizza I can like come and bring it and so then like him and I just we ate pizza we watched what was it Luke Cage Cage, and like it was the first time him and I actually had like time alone to talk and we realized we had like a lot in common and then it just kind of like grew from there Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. She was like, okay, maybe he is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing Marvel, Marvel and, and pizza. She was also wearing a Marvel t-shirt. Too. I was wearing a Marvel oh, t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, so that kind of just started conversation. I'm like, oh, you're like a Marvel fan. I'm like, oh, what's your favorite character? And she was like, Loki. I'm like, oh, okay, so you're like a, a, a Marvel, Marvel friend. Like, you, okay. Yeah, it's like, seeing as a, a fellow blurred, you know, mm-hmm. like, that, that's what get me to like, oh, like, oh, you like that t- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we we right here. Right. Right. Here. right. <laughs> okay. It's like like for me as a guy, it's just like okay, my levels of liking you just shot up a whole lot more just because you you into it. Yeah. yeah. There's so much more to talk about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> See, because that, that's how I feel about April. Which side note, she told me to tell y'all um, hi and that she sorry she couldn't make it. She has a, a migraine right now. Oh, <laughs> oh migraines. Yeah. So she, she was like, yeah, make sure uh, y'all y'all t- you tell them I said hi and that I'm sorry I couldn't make it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure we'll link up with, with you know, her eventually. Which, uh, she, uh, I figure she'll have it um, by then because it's just not going to drop for like a couple episodes, couple weeks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Not going to drop <laughs> for like two or three weeks. But, uh, yeah, uh, I bought those uh, slippers for her. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> when I saw the order. You actually were my very first order. Yeah. Because <laughs> I saw you at you, like, the website launch. I was like, oh, let me go and see what she got. Yeah. I figured I was like, it has to be something girly on here that I can, I yeah. can buy. Yeah, because I was like, I was like, let me get this because I'm pretty sure she probably would have tried it too, anyways. Mm-hmm. So, so I was like, I'm gonna try to actually get it out of like, you ain't buying nothing, like at least not the pink ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you are gonna buy some, get like a different color. Yeah, I mean, there's like what four different colors to yeah. choose from. So, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I was like, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure she she might buy some, but like, let me just get to it first before you do. Yeah. Because uh, I found out uh, she had bought me one of Becky's hoodies um, uh-huh. as okay. one of my Christmas presents. She was like, yeah, I was going to buy it. But she like, I had to ask her first, like, Josh ain't bought like a hoodie <laughs> or a shirt. She was like, because he buys like everything from everybody. So yeah. she was like, yeah, Becky told me you um, you hadn't bought it. I was like, so why are you telling me now? She was like, because I want to make sure that you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was like, so, yes, it's one of your Christmas presents. But <laughs> like just letting you know ahead of time so you don't buy it. Yeah, she was like, Cause I know everybody in the podcast industry, you want to 
purchase um, something from them right. and support. I was yeah. like, I just like doing that. She was like, yeah, that's why I had to tell you ahead of time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't buy a Becky hoodie because I already got you a Becky hoodie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, all right. So, uh, y'all, y'all met because you're on the same uh, National Honor uh, Fraternity and everything. Um, uh, let's go. What am I going to do? Uh, moving to Dallas. Like, what What really just want to make you, like, besides, you know, Dennis being here, like, what was, what was like, the that was, like, the main thing? You just want, want something different in, in Dallas? Or what made you just really also made you want to jump to Dallas? Like, it's just like, oh, I really care for this dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was part of it. But um, my goal after graduation was to move out of Indiana. Um, like I said, born and raised there. But I felt like I had outgrown it. And so I wanted to experience living somewhere else. And so it was helpful that I met someone that was already in another yeah. like state. So it gave me a place to go to. And since I had visited Dallas uh, quite a few times um, and really liked it, I figured, like, this would be a good place to move to. Okay, okay, cool. Because I was like, I know just, like, before you, like, officially moved, it, just seeing you every now and then, and it was like, once you moved down, it was like, oh, yeah. That's Dennis girl. That's, that's Simone. She cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was like, all right. It's like, because at first I was like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know Dennis was in, with anybody. Which random side note I thought about earlier because I saw you start your D, DJ Waukee page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about how I was like, yeah, when they first had Wolf Nation, I did not know he was DJ Waukee. I thought DJ Waukee was a third person. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> like the point. <laughs> There's like I have a lot of different like aliases and different names, but. Yeah, a lot of people started making that connection. And Waukee comes from just where I'm from, which is Milwaukee. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense, because that was going to be my next question. Like, so how'd you come up with <laughs> That's the answer. We're already you, on it. I didn't even know that was a question. Yeah, because I, I thought about it. I was like, I need to ask him how he came up with DJ Waukee. I was like, that's so unique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, when I used to go to Wolf Nation, I'm like, Whoever this mystery third person is, that's the DJ. Yeah. Like, I, I've <laughs> never seen him. <laughs> He's just secretly around, but I'm always there the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, I really want to meet this third dude that was part of Wolf right. Nation. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, you do you do all that. Uh, I know you got um, your web. Uh, was it uh, cozy, comp- cozy compass? Co- yeah, co- cozy compass, and then you got the hook money. So can you describe, describe all that and everything? Yeah, so I'll start with the Cozy Compass because that was that was my first thing. Um, so mental health is just like it's a big passion of mine. Um, clearly, I made it my career. Um, but I've always wanted to be able to educate people about the importance of mental health on a larger scale because, of course, in therapy, you get that one-on-one time with your client. But I've always wanted to do it on a larger scale, especially in the black community because I'm like, we really we need all the mental health care, like, that we can get. Sorry, um, I started going there myself. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's, especially during this time, I feel like a lot of people have kind of been more open to um, the whole therapy thing. So I decided to start the Cozy Compass to kind of um, talk about the different mental health things because self-care is my biggest thing. It's something I work with my clients on. Um, and so it was just a way for me to talk about mental health and also combine my other thing that I love doing, which is writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just put those together. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what about your, your your new? I guess not new passion, but I guess your your new venture. Yeah. With, with Hook Hook by Monet or whatever. So. so Hook by Monet is my crochet business. Okay. Um, and so that started. It's so funny because 
Um, I've been crocheting on and off since like high school. It was my grandma's thing. And when she died, it was kind of like something that I wanted to pick up to kind of like honor her legacy type of deal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when the pandemic started, I was just like, well, I've got all this free time. Like what's something (laughs) I can do? And so I got like more into crocheting. Um, I ended up joining some like Facebook groups with other people that crochet. And that just opened up a whole new world for me because I only knew about like blankets and scarves and like, you know, the occasional hat. Mm -hmm. I didn't know people was out here making outfits and like, different stuffed animals. I didn't know there was all these different things that you could do. And so I was like, oh, I want to try it all. So um, I just started crocheting more. And then as people started seeing the stuff that I was making, they're like, so when are you going to start selling this stuff? And I was just <laughs> like, I'm kind of busy. So I don't know if I want to do a business. That just like, seems like a like lot. I have of, a real day job. <laughs> right. Like that seems like a lot of responsibility that I don't want. Um, <laughs> and it was funny. Like I remember me and Dennis were kind of like sitting and watching TV and I just randomly, like I, was, I always crochet and watch TV. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, if I was to start a business, I would call it hooked by Monet. I mean, I ain't going to do it, but like if I was <laughs> to do it, like that's what I would do. <laughs> I bet she was going to do it. And then, uh, like, um, I'm not going to do it, but that's just my idea. <laughs> it was just kind of like the wheels were turning and then I just thought about it more and it just kept popping up of like maybe this is a thing you should do and so then I decided to do it and so then Hooked by Monet was born. All right, all right. Well, congratulations on that. You know, website launch. What was it today? Yesterday? Yeah, it was today. Today, November 1st. Yeah, November 1st. So congratulations on that and everything. All right. So Dennis, your turn. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So my guy, Dennis, you you're like of a man of like many talents you just a few <laughs> just only a few <laughs> uh, you, you do photography i've seen you've done like some music videos mm-hmm. like uh you make beats um you're a fellow blurred you you video games yeah. like <laughs> a little bit of everything yeah, yeah someone say i do too much which yeah. might, might be true <laughs> but so, i just love it all that's the problem so like yeah tell us a little bit more like so well, i guess what was like your first one? That what's the first thing like you that really like got you Ooh. going and everything? Well, the first thing I would say that got me going uh, would always come back down to I think music. As like a, I come from like a very musical family, the Washington side, which is my mother's side, is a very musical family. So re- everyone on that side either sings or dances or makes music. Like that's kind of just the ongoing. I think with them. So when I was a baby, I was always banging on pots and pans. Uh, So later on, I would take like drum lessons and piano lessons. And later on, like in high school, I got like this piano that you could kind of record sounds on. And I started making like some beats and things. So uh, beats was kind of like the the first thing that I was doing. Beats and music was always, oh, sorry, move the drink, Uh, was always the first thing that I was doing. Uh, and then later on, um, while I was also still young, I was drawing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so later on, that led me on to doing, like, graphic design. So I ended up studying that later on uh, at uh, FAMU. So that was the other part. And then the other piece was video. So my dad always had, like, his uh, his RCA camera, camcorder, mm-hmm. recording, like, all of our Christmas events and our birthdays. And I remember one day he let me hold it. And he was like, here, you try it out. You try it recording. And Ever since I did that, ideas just started rolling. Like, oh, man, I could probably do something like this. Or or what if I did something like this? And I was, um, later on, they got me a little Kodak camera back when I was in uh, 
high school once again. And it all kind of revolved around high school. I think high school is really when I started doing all these different things. Yeah, all talent started. Yeah, because you, you're, you're finding yourself and you're starting to understand, oh, this is something that I like doing. And then, oh, this is something I like doing as well. Uh, but it was a little tiny, like... I don't even know what you call them, but like it's a little Kodak camera and they can like record videos and mm-hmm. HD at the time, which was like 720. <laughs> uh, and I was recording skits with my friends. And, oh, wow. Uh, and I would later on do that in college as well. So all the pieces were just kind of floating around and that was just video design uh, and music. I was just always doing those different things. Uh, and then later on I would graduate and then I would end up here in Dallas uh, and I think Wolf Nation kind of put all those different things together. Yeah, I was like, because, yeah, you were like, did everything. <laughs> so I was like, you were recording us. Uh, you made our intro. <laughs> like, even, like, since we moved over, like, here, you've, like, come and done photos. And it's just like, yeah. you do everything. You do the graphics. It's like, you do a whole lot. It's just like, man, does this dude, like, not do Anything? <laughs> yeah. Literally, he does like everything. So yeah. yeah, and it all it all kind of came naturally. There was never a point in which I felt like, oh, I'm forcing myself to do this. It was just always a a new interest that would come up, and I was like, oh man, I really want to, I really want to try that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, those are the, the type of things that stuck, which were just graphic design, music, video, photography, recording. Like it was just all of those things. Yeah, so what made you want to move, move to Dallas? Is it you came here right after college? Or? Yeah, so I came here right after college. Um, I graduated from FAMU in Tallahassee, Florida. Went back to Wisconsin. Uh, one of my old mentors from high school uh, lived in Dallas at the time. And he was just like, oh, maybe you should move down. There's so many different things going on. Dallas is a pretty popping city. Um, and I didn't have anything going on in my life currently. You know, I was just like, oh, I was thinking about maybe moving to Atlanta. But, like, it's super crowded there. And I hate driving. Uh, around there so I don't know but when he had presented Dallas as an option I had never really thought about it I had never been to Dallas before Uh, so I was like okay I mean I'll try it out so uh, I stayed with them for a while and I also did substitute teaching learned quickly that I did not like doing substitute teaching yeah I tried I almost tried to do that did interviews and everything and I was like they offered me the job and I really thought about it I was like yeah, I'm going to t- turn it down. Like, I, I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think certain people are called for it. But when you're really not called for it, like, you're really not called for it. And I did it for a while, and it was cool. You know, I appreciate the connects for it. But I, it just wasn't clicking with me because on the inside, I was still doing recordings. I was still making beats. You know, I still wanted to do video. So um, later on, I would work somewhere else that was more so focused with graphic design. It was great. Until it wasn't great, and I was like, ah, I want to do something else still. I don't know. It's like this graphic design stuff isn't hitting the way I want it to. Um, and then, like, at a a New Year's party, I ended up meeting someone named Kayla, of course, who you know. Yeah. Uh, and, like, we were just talking about podcasts and, like, you know, how cool they were and how she wanted to do one. Uh, and I had done one in college. And I was like, oh, man, I remember doing podcasts. Like, podcasts are awesome. I, I really love that side. Yeah. Um, so then I ended up helping create a group called the motive and the motive podcast. Uh, so that kind of got that, that rolling, but yeah, that's kind of how I ended up down here in Dallas, really just by, by way of someone else saying, Hey, you should move down here. And I just kind of went with it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, kind of speed through. Um, so, you know, Simone, you moved down here, like your ladies down here permanently. So how's that been? I guess like adjusting to y'all like here, permanently together like from the long distance to have y'all had like any I guess 
up uphill battles, anything like trouble, like with okay, now we're here together and like live together and all that. So how's that been for y'all? Um, when we when I first moved down, it was just like, oh, this transition wasn't bad at all. Um, but I think that it's like the honeymoon phase all over again because it was like we had it when we were long distance and now we're together. And so, like, it's like the honeymoon phase all over again. And then, of course, you know, once the honeymoon phase is over, then, like, reality kind of sets in and, like, you know, the stuff that you kind of was like, oh, it's fine. You're just like, no, this this ain't right. Like, we got to talk about this. I don't know you. <laughs> and so uh, we realized that, like, we had created a communication pattern when we were long distance that we were still doing when we were together and it just wasn't working. Yeah. And so we had to kind of unlearn that and relearn that and relearn how to communicate. And that kind of happened through us doing couples therapy. Mm-hmm. Of course, being a therapist, I'm all about like therapy and everything. And so I was like, yep, we got to do this. Like, I feel like it will help us out instead of us trying to figure it out ourselves to have like a person there um, to kind of like talk us through this process so yeah. that we can make sure we do it right. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I, I like that. So, um, everybody knows, you know, pandemic hits us in 2020. So how's adjusting to that? I like, I know like Dennis, you've been doing like your, your Tuesday videos and everything. I've been, I've been loving all those. Like, so how's like adjusting to pandemic been with y'all on top of like, you still kind of be kind of new to Dallas. How's that been for the both of y'all? Like adjusting to pandemic and all that. I think it's been interesting. I think being at home, like together all the time is like super interesting because it's like we both have our own work styles when it comes to the things that we're doing uh but then when we're both like in the same environment like we might pop in on each other like while we're doing something or working on something and it can be interesting trying to like find the the balance of it all yeah. you know just like oh can i can i pop in on you right quick or should i leave you alone because you're working on something <laughs> or like so that's been like interesting because like Home is usually just like home. Like you can always talk to your significant other. You right. can always yeah, goof now, off. You can always play. Now music. home has become work. Yeah, right. now it's become the office. So it's like the rules kind of change. Yeah, and like especially with me being in the mental health field, like you know I have to try to maintain confidentiality and things like that. And I have another person living in the house with me, so it was kind of like because our bedroom got converted into like the home office for when I'm meeting with clients. Uh-huh. So it was like okay, in the morning he would have to get whatever he needed out of the bedroom because and get out uh, of the bed, right? Because if I had back to back clients, it would be a while before he would be able to come back into the bedroom and get something. So yeah. he just had to kind of remember like okay, what do I need to grab out of here, <laughs> uh, just in case like it's a busy day for her. So <laughs> He's like texting like you like, I forgot my camera. It's right know. by the bed. Mm-hmm. We've had times where like I, I will like turn the camera or the sound off and, and like kind of just slide something out the door so that he can get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so uh, also like the relationship stuff I've been asking like the other couples I asked. Uh, so how's it been like dealing with stress like in y'all's relationship or how, how do y'all deal with stress like either – well, I'll go, I'll go with both. Like, how do you deal with stress in the relationship? And also, like, how do you deal with stress of, like, the other person being stressed about something? Like, maybe she's stressed about work or whatever, or he's stressed about, like, maybe having, like, a bunch of stuff stacked up or whatever, and then, or, like, like whatever's going on in his life. So how do y'all deal with stress in y'all's relationship? Uh, I think the most helpful part of it is that we've been going through therapy, like, 
while all this is going on mm-hmm. so we can bring it up in therapy okay. and like talk about it and learn ways that we can kind of support each other like oh he's stressed what are the ways that he feels supported um and what are ways that can help that I can be there to help him de-stress so being able to kind of talk about that in therapy I think really helped us out um as opposed to trying to figure it out ourselves yeah I think a lot of times people forget like while in a relationship that you're communicating with and being with a total stranger beforehand like before you knew them like you never knew them ever at all yeah and now suddenly you're together and like you don't know like throughout the years that they've existed you've only been around for like a small period of that yeah so you really don't know how they tick you really don't know like what things can sometimes throw them off and then what are the secret things that you never knew that could really throw them off. So sometimes, like, therapy kind of helps you build the skills necessary in order to, like, get through those things uh, in productive ways instead of just, like she said, just fumbling and kind of trying to figure it out and wing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's <laughs> extremely, extremely important. Yeah. So, which I just thought about uh, another question off the top of my dome. Because <clears throat> um, the fact that, you know, you're big on therapy and everything um, – how were you like big on therapy and all that? Because I know like with Tim, like um, his girl, she's she's into uh, therapy. She uh, does the same thing just like you, and, and he's more of a big proponent. Like, yeah, I don't do that. I don't nah. do therapy. I don't talk to therapists. He's like, yeah, that's my that's what my lady does, mm. but I don't believe in all that. So how how's it been like with you? Or were you open to like doing therapy, or have you always been like a big proponent of therapy and all that? Yeah, no, I've always been down for that. Um, ever since college, when I was having like my own issues with, you know, depression and figuring out what depression was and understanding that it was something real, but not only that, but that my feelings were valid uh, mm-hmm. and that wasn't something that I had to shove aside. Because I think sometimes when you're growing up, a lot of times you're like, oh, you know, just, you know, what you depressed for, what you got to be, what you sad for. And it's just recognizing that being depressed and being sad are not the same things. Yeah. And some emotions and some feelings um, of darkness are out of your control uh, and are linked to something completely different. And then having someone who is trained within that to mm-hmm. help you move through those things in college was extremely, like, important for me, you know. And then not only that, but going to therapy in college and then seeing my friends also walk in and out of the same building mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you go to therapy too. And I was like, yeah. You know, it, it felt like I wasn't the only one going because, like, most times people are like, oh, if you go to therapy, something's wrong with you, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, you're crazy. And I think it's just like, like what's more, wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, the more – what's weird is the more I talk to people and the more I hear about people's life journeys and the way they grew up um, or traumatic experiences – the more you realize there's kind of something wrong with everyone in a small sort of way. And sometimes sorting through that with someone who is like built to understand that and help you through that minefield is exactly what you need to start repairing those pieces of yourself and understanding yourself better. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's a lot of times we walk away from like trauma without really processing it or pretending like it never happened. So because of that experience within college, you know, meeting Simone and her being like, oh, yeah, I'm a therapist. I do that. Like, I off rip. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, because I know how it's greatly improved my uh, life. So even, like, going to therapy together was just like, oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely game. It worked the other times that I'm with. Like, I'm I'm totally game for that. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So how that make you feel, Simone? I guess when you, like, 
I guess offered a couple there, and he's just like, yeah, let's let's do it. How how that make you feel? Uh, it made me feel good that he was kind of on the same page as me of like this can be helpful for us. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times, like you said, with you know Tim and his his um girl, like she's a big proponent of it. He isn't, but they're not the only couple I've ever heard of that have been in that situation, and I think it makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, when it comes to wanting to go through problems or like process problems with another person if only one of you was on board for it. Yeah. So the fact that like he was on board for it as well, I think kind of made our process in therapy a little smoother than like even with couples that I've worked with where like one is for it and the other isn't. Yeah, because especially at least how trades in media and what I think is like most like the lady's always like, yeah, let's do therapy. And, and, how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, literally, well, that's how it goes. wrong with us. What you, what we got to talk to somebody yeah. for? You can talk to me. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, and sure. the boyfriend and the husband's like, I'm only here because she told me to. Yeah, <laughs> like, and most times, especially, like, if they have a female therapist, it makes them even more like, because mm, I feel like you're going to be on my well, girl's side and you ain't going to want her nothing I got to say. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, I, I definitely started therapy. I, I actually have one more session with my therapist okay okay i, I personally want to rather have a, a black therapist uh so i was like after this i was like um i have to look to a black therapist because you know yeah cause, and it actually more really hit me was when um chadwick bozeman died yeah <laughs> and i talked mm-hmm. to her that same week and she was like yeah i was like yeah so i was like I was like it kind of hit me with chadwick bozeman dying she was like oh yeah i've heard of him and i was like oh yeah she was like, she was like, was he like a a a big like influence? And I was like, I was like, it wasn't like him in general. It's yeah. just like, damn, another yeah. person. I was like, I started thinking about like he's a hero. I was like, I, started, I think about little kids. Like he's, I was like he's an idol. Yeah. I was like, I personally didn't like like everything he played in. But I was like, I wasn't like a super fan of Chuck. I was like, but just him. I was like, it just. Him in general, just like he's Black Panther. <laughs> like right. I was like that hit me hard. And then when she, you know, I was like, oh yeah, I heard. It. I was just like, oh, this yeah, is really deflating. You, like, like I don't even want to really talk to you about it because you're not gonna get it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that's one of the cool things about having a black therapist. Um, yeah, because, our couples therapist yeah. is black. Yeah. So in early, like before we even start sessions, like a like a question might be thrown out. I was like, okay, so are you okay given? everything that's happened with the protests and things like where are you at or how do you feel about you know Chadwick are you guys okay you know like they'll inertly ask questions like that because I don't know it's interesting it's a very interesting experience being black because just being black and seeing someone else who's black I can already tell you might be going through the same exact feeling Mm -hmm. that I'm going through just because an event happened yeah and that's not something you can really that's not something you can really explain to someone who isn't yeah. Uh, so being able to just come into the room and not have to go through the whole explanation of I feel this way because this happened and this person was important to me. You know, I know he played a superhero, but like it's it's more than that. You know, like you don't have to explain that because they understand that. Right. Because they're black. And it's just like, oh, man, that's just such a hurdle. I, I, I'm so glad I don't have to jump over. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah I was like, because when she, when she was like, oh, yeah, I've heard of him. I was just like, damn, this. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I like I don't even really want to go into it like right. with you anymore because right. I'm gonna have to explain too much to before I even get to right. why and it was such a big there, deal. Yeah, mine I even want to talk about it no more. Yeah, it's yeah. like I was like, uh, so I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm just get through these six free sessions and then you know started finding me a, a black therapist. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so um, next question. So, how would y'all describe the other person in the relationship who? 
I would say he is the more uh, emotional and not in a, oh, he cries all the time, but he's very understanding of emotions. I am not funny thing being a therapist. Uh, <laughs> when it comes to other people, like in a professional aspect, I'm very good at it. When it comes to a personal type of thing, I've always been terrible at it. It's, it's a work in progress. Always will be a work in progress. That but. Is, that's just really funny. It's like, yeah, I'm a therapist, but you know, personal emotions. And that's yeah. the thing. Like I have to explain that to my clients too, of like, I'm still, like, a human, so, <laughs> like, some of the stuff, you might have expectations for me just because of me working in the mental health field, but, like, you know, we go through our stuff, too, so, um, so I always have to, like, explain that to them, and it's always funny, because they're just like, oh, yeah, I, I guess you, you are a person, aren't you, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I would say he is the more, like, uh, emotional person, understanding of emotions, um, He's also the more goofy one between the two of us. Like, we're both goofy, but he's super goofy. Um, he's probably a bigger blurred than I am, for sure, too. Like, I, I myself am a blurred, but he's, like, way more into stuff than I am. So Yeah, I was like, we, me and him have had many conversations about yeah. different yeah. stuff. And it's just like, every time it's just like, man, Dennis just gets more and more awesome to me. <laughs> and he got me back into anime because I was super into it in high school. And then I got to college and I didn't really have anybody in my circle that was into it. And so I didn't really watch it. And then like he comes around and he's into it and he's like, okay, like let's watch these different things. And then like my favorite show is Inuyasha. And so he's rewatching it with me. Um, and so, like, he's got me, like, way back into it again. Like, I'm super into it again, so. Did you see, I haven't watched any of the episodes yeah, yet. Shahime, yeah, yeah, yeah the, we're the watching it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no way I wasn't going to watch it, so. Yeah, because I, I said I, I'm going to rewatch Inuyasha first, because I was like, I need to get this stuff, like, fresh in my memory before yeah. I just dive right into this this new one. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to rewatch Inuyasha first before I dive into the new one, but I was like, Oh, there's a new one with mm-hmm. the kids. I was like, oh, I'm- I was super excited when I heard about it too, because like, like I said, that was the first anime that got me into anime, mm-hmm. and it was something that like has kind of stuck with me even when I wasn't like watching it or anything. I was, I'm, a, I'm a just admit, I read fan fiction, yeah, and does. so I will always read like the Inuyasha fan fiction and stuff, like even throughout college. So mm-hmm. it's just like been my main thing that I've always been with. So like Yashahime, I had to watch it when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I'm all in for this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I remember when me and April first got together. Uh, I got her, I. I got her watching Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, yeah. Because I, I remember after she watched, I don't know, I think she just got, like, the first season. I remember she just hit me like, oh, I can't stand that princess. She just whines uh, and gets on <laughs> my nerves. And then uh, me and her watched Fire Force together. I love Fire Force. Um, That's one of my favorite right I'm trying now. to think. We watched, oh, um, Doctor, we watched Dr. Stone together. Yeah. I think, because uh, I think at one time, we were watching and like I fell asleep and she like just kept watching the episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I like woke up and she was like, "Oh yeah, like three episodes then played since you fell asleep." <laughs> I'm not stopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Yeah, uh, you just got to watch it on your own now." Like uh, I remember she texted me like, "Yeah, I finished the season." You already done already? She you was like, ran through like a season or two like this week of two different anime actually. Yeah, we watched Yuri on Ice. Yeah. Man, I forgot the other one that we watched that we definitely cleared it, but I don't remember. Yeah, we've been running through stuff like crazy. Yeah, uh, well, we finished our rental girlfriend. Yeah, we did. Uh, I, uh, I think I'm on like episode three or like I'm, I'm like a few episodes into that because uh, yeah. he just found out that 
old girl lives next door to him. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that that one Ooh, that one only wait. gets more and more interesting. Just wait. Like, yeah. <laughs> so that one's been a favorite. So we're just like, ah oh, man, I can't wait for it to come back. Yeah. Uh, and then we're watching um, Uzaki Chan wants to hang out. Like mm-hmm. we've been watching like, a ton. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's been see, bad. Yes. Yeah. See that's dope when you can watch like anime as a blur. Like yo. My girl can sit there and watch the stuff with me, like and not com- away while we yeah. watching, and right. not complain like, "Oh, you and these stupid cartoons!" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like not just cartoons, anime. You're like, there's a story behind it, okay? It's right, emotion. it's deep. It's deep. Yeah, like uh, I seen one day my little sister had tweeted about like um, her boyfriend like watching. She's like, "Yeah, my anime." And she had tagged me. She was like, "This is the same stuff my my, my brother uh, J W Smiles watching." I was like, I was like, well, what was you watching? She was like, I don't know the name of this stuff. I was like, I was like, what kind of thing? She was like, it's like one that he likes, and I was like, see, that's a good one. Yeah. I was like, let me text you like a couple of ones. I was like, if you have not watched it with him, like, try these out. You might like it. And she was like, all right, I'll, I guess I'll check. Them. I was like, <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, watch some anime with your boyfriend, like, yeah. you know, bonding time. Yeah. Um, but um, how would you describe Simone in the relationship? I would definitely say she's a lot more logical. Like she's more like big brains type status. Like it's more about what she's thinking and um, calculated like moves versus being on the like more emotional spectrum. Like I might make a decision based off of my emotions. She'll think about it like first and she'll kind of like plan it like, okay, like what are my options? Like she's a lot more like that. Um, and I feel like she, yeah, she, you see things like, really well like you're a really good listener i think that's also another good thing i think you're a great listener um yeah (laughs) that's a quality that i kind of got to be good at (laughs) yeah so conversations are always like good with you because you're you're paying attention um so which is why becky hits her up because yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna have a conversation my phone's way over there yeah like she's like super active within that so i would say like she's definitely like the ear that listens and then she's also very uh, logical with the things that you do, or the way that we, you know, clean the house, or the way we should, you know, do chores. Like I think you were the, I think you were the one who came up with like the chore list of like how that, yeah. oh, one person will do the dishes and the other person does this, and like I think she came with that. So yeah, um, yeah, she's kind of strategic like that. Even when we like go somewhere, like you love itineraries and you like having things just organized. That maybe that's the word for it. She's very organized. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think that's kind of how I would. I would describe her for sure. <laughs> I would definitely say, probably me and April probably the same way. Like, because I'm very impulsive. Like, even like with shopping, like I'll impulsively buy something. She's like, no, I'm going to do like the research. I'm going to uh, look it up. Yeah, that's just, me. That's me. It's thinking like, about it. Yeah, and like, uh, like chores. Like, like when I go to her places, like I know, like, hey, if I cook something, I have to wash the dishes like right away. I was like, because in my apartment, I'll wash them. Like, all right, after I eat, I'll, I'll get to them. Like a little bit later, she was like, no, like. As soon as you get, like, as you're cooking. You need to be clean, washing dishes, to, like, yeah. And clean, and clean up. I remember uh, she went home for, like, a week or whatever. She was like, yeah, it's like, you know, since you got your roommate or whatever, you want to just, you know, get away from being around him all the time, you can yeah. stay at my house. And every day I made that better because I was like, I feel like she has, like, hidden cameras or something. <laughs> right, she's watching me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know she's watching me. I was like, I need to make sure I make this bed up every day. I was like, as if she's really here, yeah. I'm cleaning up. <laughs> as soon as I get done the dishes, I was like, because... You never know. She might have hidden cameras on me. She's going to text me like, I know you didn't do them. How'd you know that? You're not, you're not, you're not even in the same state. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was like, I would, I would definitely say, like, me and everybody's here because I'm probably, like, the more emotional one and 
impulse and she's like, no, logically and think about this and have a plan and I done researched everything. It's like, yeah, oh, like, or like even going somewhere, like, I just want to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, did you look at what, this and this? I didn't look up none of that nope. stuff. <laughs> yeah, let's just go. Like, the type to like fly off and like, let's just do this. And you're just like, hmm. I'm like, the way my anxiety is set up. Like, yeah, that's not. the other thing. I think another side of her that's also important is that, like, she's really creative, uh, which is, like, there's some, I don't know, I don't often see someone who's, like, logical pretty and logical. Yeah, and also, like, <laughs> creative. But what's good about that is because, like, you know, you'll be in a relationship and as a creative person, you know, have someone who might be, like, super logical and they're just like, oh, I just don't understand you know, I don't know if I'm, you know, willing to risk everything on that just because you want to, you want to make beats, you want to do videos. But I don't know, like, you know, like there's people who are like, ah, I don't know about that because they don't see the statistical side of success. Like, if you work a nine to five, you're like, oh, okay, I work this nine to five, I get paid, the rent's paid, we don't have to worry about starving in the streets, and our car- our kids don't have to be hungry. All right, cool. But if you're a creative person, you see so differently. You're like, oh, I could do this and make money doing this and doing this. Uh, so having someone who's like logical but then also creative like she can see the other sides of just being like oh yeah you could do that i think that would work you know it's like oh i I don't have to feel as if like me being creative is like a negative factor for you or something like you have to be so afraid of like you believe in me Uh, and i think that's like i think that's like a really cool quality yeah cool cool so next one um how would you say y'all like manage y'all's relationship being the fact that y'all have like separate businesses and I, I like I know like Dennis you're doing like a million and one things and then you have like a nine to five and then you also have like your new business so how do y'all like I guess manage that with the relationship because it's like he may be like hey babe we can't do this because I have like a video shoot at this time and then I gotta go like record this podcast at this time or um like doing with beats is like oh I, I told this person I'm gonna have like their beat by like tonight or something like that so like how do y'all manage like all that together i think it's because we have separate interests that it work out works out so like whenever he's doing something for his business i'm like okay cool i'm gonna do something for my business during that time frame and then like we might set a time like okay we're gonna work until this time and then when we uh get to that time then we're gonna do something together okay so we kind of again like with therapy and stuff we learned ways to communicate so whenever he has like hey, I got a lot of videos I need to edit. He communicates that with me, and he'll give me a time frame of how long he thinks it will take him to get done, and then I'll just go find something else to do during that time. So I think that's what really helps us be able to kind of, like, manage our time. Um, and then, like, checking in with each other, too, like, when we're busy, like, okay, how are things going? Where do you feel like you're at? Okay, you're a little stressed. Maybe you need to take a break. Let's do, like, something really quick, and then you can get back to it. So, yeah, you're, like, um, hear someone from the other room just like, take me, Lord. And you're just like, no, <laughs> let's not do that. Let's not. Don't, yeah. don't, he's, don't pay attention. Don't take him, Lord. He's just, he's just a little stressed out. I don't want a bear. I can't do this. So, yeah, I think that, that checking in on each other is super important because, yeah. you know, like, you might hear someone from the other room like, man, forget all this. And you're just like, what? You're like, I just, I'm done. I can't like, do I'm it anymore. Flip all this over. <laughs> you know, so I think being in tune like that, that, yeah, that, that definitely helps <laughs> for sure. Okay. Um, calendars help too. Okay. Yeah, we both have our own calendars, our own, like, whiteboard calendars um, okay. on the wall. And then we also have whiteboards on the refrigerator and they each say what we have to kind of do for this week. Uh, and then the whiteboard calendars show what we have going on this month. Uh, so we all kind of 
know, like, oh, okay, I got a, a video shoot, you know, for this wedding, or I got to do, you know, this one event, or, like, I'm crocheting until this date, so I can have all these things done for this photo shoot. Yeah. So we're kind of always on one accord, and then sometimes we try to have meetings about, okay, so what do you need to get done, you know, by this date, or what are you trying to do? And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do this, I'm trying to do this. And then it's just like, okay, so when are you trying to have that done by? So we can kind of hold each other to it. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're just like saying, oh, yeah, I want to, you know, I'm trying to make, you know, I'm trying to make like 20 beats. If you don't say, if someone's not saying, oh, 20 beats by when? Then it's just like, oh, 20 beats until whenever I feel like. But when you put a date on it, uh, you have more accountability. You actually have someone to be like, okay, so where's those beats at? And if you're like, oh, I just didn't do them. Then it's like, Why? Not that we're trying to grill each other, but it's just like if you said you wanted to do this and you told me like this is your passion, this is what you want to do, you know, then like where's the the results for that? And I think that's I think that's super important for you know both creative individuals, but also just trying to like be successful together <laughs> and all mm-hmm. that. Like you have to have someone hold you accountable, or else you won't do it sometimes. Right. Yeah. Like um, the other couple, I, I interviewed my my homie Lo and his wife Neezy. Uh, they mentioned it yesterday because he has a podcast, an Audible Ruckus, and then she has her uh, naturally um, nay um, beauty care uh, mm-hmm. line. And he was like, "Yeah, when I first like, like when I first got the podcast equipment, he's like that stuff sat there for months uh, before I even like yeah. picked it up." And he said it was one day he was playing 2K, and he was like, "Yeah." She literally walked over and slapped the controller out of my hand, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, <laughs> like you, you got this podcast equipment stuff. You said you was going to start a podcast. So what's going on? Right. When, when are you going to start it? And he was like, yeah. He's like, so he was like, he said it was like on the weekend. And she was like, you need to set this stuff up, practice. And he was like, by that Friday, he had episode one out. But yeah. then. And then he said um, he had to do the kind of the same thing when she started her naturally uh, nail line. He was like, yeah, we had bought all the stuff for she to start mixing her chemicals and buying the bottles and stuff. And he was like, and then she just like let it sit. So I, she was like, oh, I don't know when the right time to release it. And he was like, there is no right time. Just do it. Just do it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. stop just letting it sit. Just do it. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I, li- I like that. He was like, yeah. He was like, we both gotta, had to kind of hold each other accountable. Like, yeah. you said you wanted to do this, so. Get off your ass and, and do it. Like, right. right. Like, so yeah. if this is what you want to do, do it. Yeah. I think the other part of it, uh, which may be, like, debatable for some people, is also if someone says they're going to do something and no matter what, they just end up just not doing it, sometimes it's kind of best to just, like, let them not do it and, mm-hmm. and not even push that. Because the thing about whenever you have your own dreams, your own creative aspirations, it's important to have boundaries yep. kind of set. Like, how much am I going to invest myself in what you're trying to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and then if you're not trying to do it, you know, to that degree, I'm not going to mess our relationship up or anything else by trying to, like, push you or force you to do something that you're not making any type of actions to do. Like, it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you need to be doing this because you said you are going to do this. And they're like, okay, yeah, I am going to do it. And they start doing it versus, oh, you said you are going to do this. And, you know, when are you going to do this? And like, oh, I'm, just, I'm going to do it on some other time right and you say oh you're supposed to do this when you gonna do that uh you know i'm just not gonna like that's why i'm just like ah, okay all right i'm gonna let you just cook but with like simone like even with um hook by monet uh it's very important for me personally to be like sensitive to what she wants to do because it's her dream it's her baby 
uh, and I can only be involved so much. I'm, I'm not going to force any hands. It's her dream. Yeah. Um, so my thing was always just like, hey, you know, when you need me, let me know. I'll do this. I'll do whatever it takes. So he's like, okay, I need a logo for it. So I had to get down. I got the logo done. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to do a photo shoot. Like, okay, when well, you want to do a photo shoot? He's like, I want to do it in this state. I'm like, all right, well, we then I was like, okay, so we need to go to Hobby Lobby, get these props, do this, do this, and we're just planning together. Uh, but it's always a together type thing. You know, I'm yeah. never like forcing her to do anything. Right. Just like she's never forcing me. Like, oh, why don't you go out there and get that camera and go shoot something? You know, it's always <laughs> yeah. like, you know, it's always something that we personally feel led to do. Yeah. And then being able to like help right. that other person. But if you ever feel like you were trying to like pull someone into doing something, like it's a dangerous place because you're, taking your own energy and you're burning it into a place that someone else is not even investing their own energy in. And I I can't condone that because then you start feeling resentful and then you start feeling like negative about it. Uh, And then you're going to start thinking about the other person differently. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's something that they taught us in uh, when I was going through my program for like therapy, it's like, you should never work harder than your clients. And I took that and applied that to my personal life as well. Like you should never work harder than like, the people in your life. So if they tell you they want to do something, you shouldn't be pushing them more than like the energy that they're giving. Your energy yeah. should never be more than the energy that they have. Mm-hmm. So that's a gym right there. Yeah. yeah. That's a gym. I, I'm, I'm going to have to take that and put that into my own life. Right there. <laughs> Cause I was like, I, I definitely just thought about a couple of people. I was like, Oh yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> Stop working harder than what they're trying to do. Yeah. But yeah. Um, next question. I uh, thought, uh, which actually came from just watching y'all on social media. Well, my video. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what's what's one thing that um, the other person does to annoy you? Because I was like, I know I get entertained by watching Simone's timeline and seeing you like mm-hmm. doing goofy stuff and messing with her. So I was like, uh, what's I guess one thing you would say the other person does to annoy? He touches my face. Yeah. I love, like, whenever I love someone or, like, I'm affectionate towards someone, I touch their face often. I don't know why. It's just, it's a mechanism I developed when my baby brother was born, and he had these chunky cheeks, and I just couldn't stop touching them. I loved him so much, and then it just kept being this thing that I did to people that, like, I love, like, a lot. Uh, so I tried not to. No, I don't. I do it. I just do it. I he actually care. he still does it. I'll, I'll never His stop. brother is so <laughs> grateful that we're together because now he doesn't have to deal with it. Now I have to deal with yeah, it. Yeah, because so. he stopped learning. He's like, so. yes, I've been replaced. Thank you. <laughs> Pretty much. It broke my heart the first time. I'm like, oh, you won't let me touch you. I'm like, no, I'm in high school now. I'm, I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> He's like, I'm a grown ass man now. <laughs> right. I'm just like, yeah. I guess that. I guess that's fair. Uh, so I think that's one thing. I don't think there's anything she does that's annoys me unless like i'm legitimately like super solid focused on my computer yeah. and she's like bringing stuff to me like every two minutes just Showing like hey look like at babies. this like, oh look it's a baby look at this baby and i'm just like i need we need a bigger house <laughs> and a room that i can close so i can just design look, stuff and look at this funny videos. ig video yeah and, yeah, I'm, just I'm, like, that person. <laughs> and I'm like leave me alone and i'll know like when it's at that point because he'll give me a look and i'm like oh, okay i'll leave you alone now <laughs> like most times i know when i'm like when I'm like, oh, okay, he's super busy. Let me let me stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally only when I'm working or if we're watching something, and then she's like on her phone. Like that kills me too. Attention. My attention span is so horrible. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, and I'll rewind the scene just so we could get right back to where we were. But yeah, I think those are the only things. See, I, I think that would be like being on my phone, like because my attention span is like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm like focused on it, but then it's like uh, my phone will go off, and I'm like, oh yeah. I'm, 
Check yep, that's that's my situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, snaps. Then it's been like ten minutes. I've been on my phone. I didn't mean to like just the like yeah. <laughs> stop watching whatever we're watching. It's just I got the one notification, and then I start scrolling. Like, okay, yep, like, yeah, <laughs> every like time. Hole. Yep. <laughs> Yep, so I was like, or like, oh, oh, this funny IG video that the homie sent. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, let me scroll Instagram to see, like, yep. stuff. Yep. Yeah, and the so. next thing you know, like, they're just like, you didn't miss half the show because you've been on your phone. I'm yeah. Like, my bad, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, oh, my, I'm sorry. <laughs> Can you rewind it? <laughs> no, you just missed it. You're like, what's, I don't get what's going on in the scene. Yeah, because you were in your phone. Yeah, like, like maybe if you were paying attention, you would know. Like, I've yep. done that a couple yep, he's times. Definitely done that to like, me we'll before. rewind it. And I'll rewind it just because I'm nice. But if I wasn't nice, I'd be like, man, watch it on your own time. But I know she won't do it. So I'll yeah. be like, all right, fine. I'll just Yeah, I definitely it. won't. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, I'd definitely be entertained by your videos. Yeah, like, so a lot like, of people have told me that, which is why I still post them because a lot of people are like, "You guys are so funny." Yeah, that's all I was like. I was like, "Oh, I love y'all." I was a couple, like <laughs> the one that kind of stands out to me. I remember was like, "I guess you had like her bonnet or scarves or something oh, yeah, on." And, and, the, I think and he was in the bathroom week. dancing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took one of her. I took your wig yesterday too. Yeah, we swapped wigs because he wanted to wear my wig. <laughs> Yeah, because I remember you were supposed to be like, he's always taking my stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he if has I got his a own. wig, nine times out of ten, he's going to put it on. Yeah. Like, he has his own stuff, but he still takes mine. Yep, never fails. That's yeah, what I was like. I said, one day I'm going to buy him his own wig so he can have his own wig to put on. Yeah. I, and I was like, I remember, like, one video, you were just, like, all up in her face, and she's like, get out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you just kept going, like, yeah, I'm going to keep annoying you and messing yep. with you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. That's pretty normal, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I, I love those. I love those. But um, I guess to kind of end it off, my, since it's the music impulse, I always got to ask um, some music-related questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, see, what's one of my – what's – uh, a couple artists that remind you, or like, or songs that remind you of your childhood. Of my childhood, I'm gonna say "Moonlight Sonata" by uh, Beethoven. Fun fact: I was classically trained in piano for nine years, oh. um, and so of course, like that was one of the biggest songs that I used to love playing when I was a kid. So that's gonna always remind me of my childhood. Um, I'm sure you probably. While I'm thinking, you can come mm-hmm. up with one. <laughs> um, I would say Pass the Peas by the JBs. Okay. Um, my dad always played that cassette tape. It was my favorite song as, like, a kid, and we would have to play it every day that I would, like, uh, get, you know, get out, like, get out from elementary school. Like, he would always play it. Uh, so I love that song. Um, Let's Groove by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. Uh, also one of my favorites as a kid. Like, that's weird. I was like, Playing all these old songs as a kid. I was gonna say, you like, play them as an adult. Yeah, because they're they're hot. I love those songs. Like it's just it's great. So those are songs that remind me uh, of my childhood because it reminds yeah. me of like of my dad and us playing music together and him letting me like you know back the car out you know okay. as a kid while we were driving. Like it reminds me of stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. I would say anything by Zap and Roger because my dad like he's oh, yeah. all about the funk and everything. Okay. So like that was his like. Okay, yeah. shout out to pops. Yeah, so he used to love playing that stuff growing yeah. up. So I, I like me some Zap and Roger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, oh, I'll ask you all that too because I asked them uh, yesterday. Um. Uh, do y'all have like a go-to like turn up ratchet song or anything? Yeah, hers is photo shoot. 
Yeah, about Gucci Mane. That's my song. Yeah, she got excited. Every time. That's my song. She was like, yes. That's college right there. So, yeah, that was my always my go-to turn-up song, and today still is. Yeah. Um, um, I don't I, know if you really have one. Um, one is Geeked Up. Yeah. Uh, that one always gets me. Like, yeah. Geeked Up will always get me. Um, goodness. Knock a few buck. Um, let me think. I'm trying to think what's one that, like, you instantly stroll to when um, you hear it. Gonna who you feeling? Because um, there was something you, I know, because um, you watched like the fam you set Fridays and something came on and you just like hopped up and started strolling. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. Any, all Florida music, because fam you has its own bubble of music. Any yeah. music from like Florida by Tom For G sure. or anybody like, you know, Trina, Trick Daddy, uh, like all those people there. Yeah, um, there's a lot of that's a lot of songs. Yeah, he, but um, I think thinking about them college days. He, he, yeah, right. Uh, Lil Wayne, uh, way more fly. Uh, there's, there's there's so many different songs. Yeah, he has a lot. Yeah, photo shoots my main one though. <laughs> okay, um, let's see the last one. Um, what's a go to love song that rem- that makes you that makes you happy? Any go to love songs? I have a lot. I do too. It's funny because when we first met, um, we both played the songs that we would love to play at like our wedding. Yeah. Like we weren't even talking in that way, like um during that time frame. But I remember he played That's When I Knew by Alicia Keys mm-hmm. and then I played Makes Me Whole by Amel LaRue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, cool. So that would that would be my choice. Yeah. I think that would be my choice, yeah. All right, cool, cool. So we'll wrap it up. Um, just give y'all social medias and anything y'all want to say before we wrap up, and then we can be done. You first? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram for any video work, music videos, or commercial videos at Shop by Den. Uh, you can find me for any beat production or any type of podcast intros at DJ Waki, uh, and then those have all my websites on them. So those are my main, my main two. What about you? Uh, so on Instagram, you can find me, my personal page at Simone, that's C-M-O-E-N-A-Y. For my mental wellness blog, that is The Cozy Compass. And then for my crochet business, that is Hooked by Monet. And Monet is M-O-N-E. All right, cool. Well, I appreciate y'all coming through and doing this for me. I appreciate that a lot. Um, this is your boy Smiles. I'm here with Simone and Dennis, and this is another episode of the Music Impulse, and we out. What up, y'all? It's your boy Smiles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Follow the page at Music Impulse on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-U-S-I-C-M-P-U-L-S-E. And don't forget to follow the Facebook page as well. And don't forget to follow the Uncle Urban Podcast main page at Uncle Urban Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me at JW Smiles, as well as don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Spreaker. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Music Impulse. Your boy Smiles, and I'm out.